Draymond said they getting their ass whooped, and he don't like that. And you know what? He right. He right. A lot of people are, a lot of people are signing these cats off, rightfully so. At the same time, we can still say it's early, and it is. We're only three, three to what? Three to four games with some teams. You know, the Lakers only played three. Um, they've only played a few games, and I see the overreactions and I see some of the underreactions. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I think it's still early, but if you look at that goddamn roster, see, this is the thing. I'm okay with hot takes. Those are phenomenal. I love hot takes. But the thing is, like, where is it coming from? That's my big thing. You can make comments about Golden State. You can make comments about the Lakers. You can make comments about Philly. You can make comments about the East. In general, but when you do it from a hate place, that's when I don't respect it. Like when you give your pure honesty about a franchise or a player, that's cool. But when it comes from hate, like, bro, it's, it's tiring, you know, like it, it's getting old now, my nigga. Like it, come come with some actual facts. So the fact is, Golden State got a terrible roster. and They might not be getting clay back this year. In all honesty, I don't think he should rush back. So what do you expect when it's slandered towards Curry? I kind of expect that because a lot of cats really don't like Curry because he's a small guard. Uh, he has he has uh, paper ankles. You know, he's not your traditional point guard. I do not care. I come from the school of strike. Like if you want a traditional point guard, you can go out there and get you uh, a, a CP3. You can go out there and get you a Rondo. You know what I'm saying? Go get that if that's what you want—a traditional point guard. It's not a nigga. It's the times has changed, bro. You know what I'm saying? Curry's, the Damian Lillard's. You know what I'm saying? Like these guards are striking. <laughs> you know the Westbrooks. These niggas is going out there gunning. So if you're looking for a guard that's going to give you 15, 15 points, you know what I'm saying, with 11 assists, you know what I'm saying, and six rebounds, you got that in Lonzo, you know, the up-and-coming guard. You know, I expect him to, his numbers to go up in, in, in New Orleans and stay consistent if he can stay healthy. I expect that without Zion. You don't even need, they. New Orleans don't need, they don't need Zion for Zoe game to be better. They don't. He's that good of a guard to where he's going to get those numbers without a superstar on the side. But to sit up there and put that on these other guards, like Damian don't get the same criticism as Curry get because niggas just don't, niggas, Curry stopped niggas from getting championships. That's the thing. That's what it all boils down to. When you stop niggas from getting championships, that's when you start getting criticized. You know what I'm saying? Russ get criticized because of uh, how he shoots and can he carry a team. But if he was if he was shooting like Curry, then we wouldn't be talking about this. And if if Curry was playing defense like Pat Bev, you're gonna have to chalk that Jeffrey nigga up in a minute. Cause you like you're you're taking certain parts of the game, and I'm gonna get to Draymond in a minute because it's more about Draymond than it is about Curry and the overall team. But when you start nitpicking that shit that don't make any sense, my nigga, it's like it gets tiring after a while. Just say you don't like him. When you say that, when that's your foundation, is that I just don't like this player on a personal level and in the game, then I can be like, all right, I know where he's coming from. But when you try to like cover it up 
and just say, well, he's not a traditional point. Don't nobody give about that. Nobody care about that shit anymore. Don't nobody care, my nigga. As a matter of fact, let me tell you this. Niggas has never cared about a traditional anything. When you get the job done, all that tradition shit goes out the window. Goes right out the window. You got to look. The time before, which is mainly Showtime and the Chicago Bulls, let's just be frank with it. Um, they had a traditional small forward. And, and to, to be honest with you, Scottie Pippen wasn't even a traditional small forward. But because of the dominance of Michael Jordan and how Phil Jackson orchestrated his roster, you felt like it was a tradition. This nigga, Scottie, was running the one before, before Braun. Throw the traditional shit out the window, my nigga. James Harden come along? My God. <laughs> my God. This nigga changed the whole game as far as the two guard. The most unstoppable nigga we've ever seen. Now, some of this shit you can agree with, some of this shit that you don't have to agree with. But KD has changed the game. This nigga is like, what, 16, 6, 11? Well, you know, niggas is taking their shoes off now. But he's... He's not your traditional small small forward uh, height. And this nigga is one of the best scorers we've ever seen of all. Throw that traditional shit out the way, my nigga. There's not too many niggas left like that. You got fours and fives handling the ball now. Anthony Davis is not your traditional four. And he came out in the summer saying, like, my nigga, I don't want to play the five. <laughs> he said, I don't want to play the five. And if his handles was just a little bit better and he had a little bit more speed to him, the nigga would be labeled a three. So let's just be real. It's because of what he can't do that great is the reason why he's not playing a position that he probably really want to play. You know, he's not fast enough, not lateral enough to keep up with niggas that's running the three. So I I, I don't, I, I really don't get it. I mean, Kawhi technically can play the, to three and the two, and he can play the four if he really wanted to because he's skilled enough to play the four. He's just not, he probably is not big enough. And when I mean big enough, like you have some big fours out there, lengthwise, and they probably, you know, a little bit more meatier. Pause that whole little thing right there. But, you know, you you get it. So you move on. I'm, I'm, I'm off of that. Curry is, you know, Curry is left on the island, literally. He got Draymond. That's his guy. But it's literally those two. When you look at that roster, Glenn Robinson the third, uh, uh, Jacob. Evans the third. You got two the third niggas on the roster. That's that smells bad. When you got two niggas on the roster, that's a third. <laughs> what do you want? Y'all was shitting on uh Kevon Looney. Y'all was shitting on him. He's a solid player, but that's not a player. That's a role player. That's an extra, extra seasonal role player. That's it. Amari Spellman. Marquise Chris, none of you niggas was what nobody watched Damian Lee in Louisville. Nobody was playing nobody was paying attention to Jacob when he was in Cincinnati. And nobody, well, I did. I paid attention to Glenn Robinson in Michigan because I was paying attention to that squad. But nobody was playing to Kevin Looney in UCLA. Nobody. So that my point is, y'all niggas is shitting on Golden State for this washed roster. Because you know. They out of they out of, they out of business. Now they do have D'Lo. D'Lo got ejected the last game. It's not going to be too many of those. He's not going to be popping off like that. At least Curry not going to be having that. And if he does, they going to trade the nigga. And no telling what you going to get in return for him. 
So, yeah, it's a wash year for them. But all these people shitting on Golden State, like, now, me personally, I'm looking at the roster. I said myself this year, before these games took place, before the season started, like, man, they may not make it to the playoffs. Because it wasn't about Clay coming back. I felt personally that Clay shouldn't come back. He should just take the whole year off. So I was already thinking in my head, well, if Clay is not going to come back, if I don't want him to come back, I don't see, and we don't know if, if, if they're going to keep D'Lo or not, this is going to be a wash. Why? Because I know Draymond. Draymond is an excellent player for the perfect situation. You can't put Draymond on the on Phoenix, or you can't put Draymond on, maybe, I don't know, maybe if you put him on that Sacramento team, them niggas would be... Them niggas would be something. Not, you know, they're not gonna be Golden State point uh, two but them niggas is gonna be exciting to watch. The thing is, you niggas got personal uh, expectations and personal goals for niggas that you don't like. I'm gonna say it again. You got personal expectations and personal goals for for niggas that you don't like, and that's a sad situation. Everybody has a right to critique teams and players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but when it's based off of hate. Uh, my nigga, I'm tired of it. Bro, you sound like a nagging girl at this point. For real. You sound like a wife that's begging for time that you always around. A lot of you niggas don't know what that's about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's but but like some of you niggas got podcasts, some of you niggas stay in a barbershop. Oh, and you barbershop niggas is the worst. Some of you niggas be on Facebook, and the Facebook and the barbershop niggas is the worst niggas to discuss sports. You want to know why? Because these sincerely hate niggas and they type with so much anger. Y'all ever seen that uh, Kermit uh, gif um, where he just texting, I mean, uh, typing out uh, like crazy? That's you niggas. Man, a nigga said Draymond is Draymond is trash. This and I knew it all along. Yo, this was the one nigga that was the reason why Cleveland did get that one championship. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. The momentum towards Golden State way, and this nigga got suspended for one the most important game of the goddamn series. Come on, man. If you niggas can't see that, y'all niggas just don't like him. He's been the same player since Michigan State, bro. By the way, they Michigan State is retiring his jersey too. That's dope. Cause he's one of the player that meant something to that program. Shout out to Lucas, though. That nigga was dope too. But as far as I'm concerned, bro, Draymond is who he is. He's a high-powered, garbage man, glue guy. And niggas can make it to the Hall of Fame with that title. And he got championships. So what are we talking about here? I sincerely want to know, what are we talking about here? Enough about Curry. Y'all niggas can't say enough about Curry. This nigga's a two-time MVP. This nigga got rings. <laughs> you know, and, and look, if the nigga turn into... If the nigga turns pedestrian later on in his career, which means he's just turned into a shooter, a la, um, um, shit, a la Ray Allen, bro, do you, do you realize this nigga is going to creep up in the points? He's going to creep up, you know, but look, I'm just going to leave it alone. This is a Laker fan perspective. We're known to shit on Golden State. But at the same time, you just got to be real. That run is over. You know who Golden State is? Golden State Golden State is the little niggas that, that used to kick it with us, right? And we used to bag on them. But they used to come. They, they clothes wasn't up to par. You know, they didn't have no fits or whatever. They grew up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They grew up. 
You know what I'm saying? That, uh, what do you call it? That, uh, I can't think of it right now. I cannot think of it. But yeah, they kicked it around us. Uh, they learned, they soaked up a lot of game and they started getting chicks. You know what I'm saying? They got their first iPhone. They got their IG going and they got some chicks. They get, they, they, they going through DMs and stuff like that. Boom. Eventually they grew up. They got married to a bad chick. Things is going swell on IG looking right. Everything is nice. And then you got divorced. That's just what it is. Now we're going to see if they could bounce back. Curry stayed in the relationship. Clay stayed in a relationship. Draymond stayed in a relationship. Everything else changed around them. We're going to see what it is. But I know I'm about to sit up here and, and, and let niggas slander GSW out of pure hate. That's just, that's just ignorant. But let's move on to my Lakers. We 2-1 right now. We lost to the Clips in the opener. Huge game. And look, let me explain something to people. Everybody. I don't care who's listening. Podcasters. Uh, my granny. You know, my uh, one of my managers at work. I don't care who's listening. Understand this. It was a huge game. It did mean a lot. It's only one game. Yes, I get it. 81 more games to go. Three more to go against them. But the thing was, this was to set the tone. This was the the opener. And I understand it was a Clippers opener game and, and things like that. But it's a Lakers city. It will always, I don't think will ever be a point where it will never be a Lakers city. This will always be the Lakers city because of history that was already set. The foundation that was already set. You see what I'm saying? So it's nothing against the Clippers. It's not a rivalry. And it'll take a while for it to be a rivalry. But this was a star two-star versus two-star matchup, uh, the city going crazy. But again, nothing will matter until these cats meet up in the playoffs uh, or even just make it to the playoffs and, and reach that Western Conference Finals. That's all that matters. But at the same time, it's still magnified during the season. Why? Because I'm going to tell you the truth. Clipper fans want Clipper fans and Laker haters want the Clippers to run this town so bad, so bad. Like we're living in a we're living in an era where we're living in an era where things are starting to change. So the old ways is being thrown out the door and everything, movies, TV shows, the way we talk to people, slang, uh, jokes, you know, everything is being Everything is new now. Even the, the new era of the NBA league. Like I said, this is the most watered down era that, that I've ever seen. This is the weakest. Uh, to my boy who's a Seattle fan, don't know your name. You still haven't identified yourself. Uh, but you are getting some time on my show. Um, you brought up the 50s and the 60s. My nigga, I wasn't alive, nor was you. And to sit up there and say, well, that might be the weakest, that's fair. But I'm talking about shit that we've seen myself. We know that if Shaq, all that, all that Disney shit that you're talking about, of course, if Shaq played in the 60s or 70s and shit like that, he would have destroyed it. MJ would have destroyed the fucking NBA back in the 60s. We know this or whatever. But I'm talking about as of right now, everybody know the 90s was the best era. And after that, the early 2000s was the best. Or you could throw in the 80s. Between the 80s, the 90s, and the early 2000s, that's it, bro. Bringing up the 60s, 70s, the 1920s, none of that shit matter, okay? And I, and I, I Bill Russell has a he, he has an argument 
for being best player of all time, but niggas are going to really cancel him out for that black and white basketball. Other than that, let me get back to it. Um, it's, it's watered down because everything is different. Players is, nigga, they talking about load management. When have you ever heard of load management? This is the, this is the era of load management where niggas, we're hoping, <laughs> we're wishing that niggas can play 60 to 65 games a year. Injury free. We're not going to get that. Zion is not coming back until shit. After Christmas, maybe. I mean, what, January? February? This nigga might not be, and they going to try to vote this nigga into the All-Star game. Shout out to uh, JL, and, uh, JL and CL. This nigga might make the All-Star team <laughs> and not play a single season game. You know what I'm saying? He going to get some of the most votes because you're right. I'm not knocking it because you're right. It's all off of popularity. You know what I'm saying? And niggas want to see. Just like, uh, what was it, last year? Was it last year, a couple of years ago? When, and Luca. Hell yeah, I want to see Luca in the All-Star game. That nigga is dope. <laughs> what are you talking about? Now, if you don't like him personally, I don't care. Nigga, turn this off. That nigga Luca is dope. So, yeah, I want to see him in the All-Star game. He hasn't had enough doing I don't care. Nigga, I knew Curry was dope before he came into the league when he was playing for Davidson. Y'all didn't see what he did against Duke? I digress. So, looking at my Lakers, man, that was a huge game versus the Clippers. Uh, they beat us by 10. I'm not. I'm really not worried about that. Now, we didn't have Kuz, although they didn't have Paul George either. So I can't wait till everybody is suited up and we all did. Rondo didn't play either. Rondo is going to be a huge factor. Let me get to that. The point guards. Uh, Jar, I got to address. Manny, I got to address. Just what are we talking about? The best thing that's going forward right now is our guard play. The one thing that I am concerned about, my nigga, is our stars. Forget the guard play. They're doing their job. They're doing their job. And that's being a role player. We not we're not going to get a guard. First of all, this was this is like Luke Walton all over again. Niggas complain about coaching. Don't have a replacement for him. If you can go, if you're going to complain about a guards, who? I, my nigga, let's flip it. Even if we did, even if Pat Bev said, you know what? I am feeling that purple and gold. Let me go over there. It's still a liability, my nigga. It's still a liability. If you niggas going to complain about Kyrie coming, I say, no, Kyrie definitely got to come. You want to know why? Because Kyrie and Bron have played before. And you know what? They have won before. Now, Kyrie right now is putting up 90 points a game in, in Brooklyn by himself. They might not be doing much in the East, but that's what they're doing. And I and there's not too many guards. First of all, there's not too many guards available with his type of talent. Niggas is talking about MVP for for uh, for, for Kyrie. You can miss me with that right now because if you all the same niggas that's saying it's too early to judge these games is the same niggas that's saying MVP for Kyrie and they only played two or three games. Miss me with that. All right, invite me on the show too. Um, but yeah, outside of Kyrie. Who didn't want to come here? He probably, at one point, he probably really thought about coming here. But outside of him, who do you want available? My nigga, we got Anthony Davis and we got LeBron James. What more do you want? And you keep forgetting about Kuz. Kuz is in that, he's in that gray area of he's either going to be really great or he's going to be really acceptable for the squad that we have. So when you got those three alone, the guards that we have, uh, uh, Bradley, 
Caruso, Quinn, Rondo, nigga, those are, they good with me. They are good with me because I know out of all four of those, they can handle the rock. And Caruso is a big guard. Y'all, all right, I, look, y'all got to come out here. I, I mean, unless y'all wait until they play Brooklyn or the Knicks or whatever East Coast team that's close to, to the NY, because I'm speaking to my NY folks right now, um, y'all got to see how he's a big guard. This nigga is probably the biggest guard we got on the team. And the nigga got bounced. The janitor has bounced, Jarv. The nigga could. <laughs> and to me, honestly, Rondo is the most reliable veteran guard that we have. Caruso is probably the best all-around guard that we have. This nigga is. I, I, I get it. Y'all didn't. Not too much film on him, I guess, right? Okay, I got it. Uh, Bradley. Within these past three games, every within these past three games, all the guards have done their work. They haven't done too much. They've done just enough. You know what I mean? That's that's and that's all we ask for. Danny Green, that's my guy. Since San Antonio, he's showing those San Antonio spurts. You know what I'm saying? But I don't need this nigga to be the team leader in, in scoring. That's left up to AD and that's left up to Brian. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't need I don't need Brian pushing out 18 points. And I don't need them both collectively pushing out two points in the fourth quarter. Don't need that. That's what we don't need. That's where majority of the complaint came from. All this, yeah, but it's 81 games. No, it's a statement game. You punch the niggas that supposedly, uh, the, like, you know, these niggas is looked at as the Patriots of the NBA already don't have a lick of championships, but they're holding them at high regards because of the roster that they have. And again, the Clipper fans, they want it. Y'all not here. I'm, I'm letting y'all know the climate. The Clipper fans want to change that so bad to the point where I'm actually happy they're moving out the building. But as of right now, these niggas is being disrespectful by thinking that the the small amount of accomplishment that they that they've had. Just think about it by them making the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Making a a, a solid playoff run, they really feel like they're in position to run the town. And at, in all honesty, they're not. But they're making it feel that way. So it's LeBron's job and AD's job and Kuz when he comes back to sock these niggas in the mouth and say, chill. We respect y'all, but y'all not about to be on that disrespectful bullshit. That's why we say, don't take our jerseys off the wall, my nigga. Don't do that. You haven't done enough. I don't care what it is. You haven't done enough. If we shared the building with the fucking bulls, then I can understand that. Them niggas got a different type of legacy. You know what I'm saying? But don't niggas like the Knicks and the Nets and all these other and Milwaukee, all these niggas that's getting a taste. Well, the Nets, not, not the Knicks, but all these niggas that's just getting a taste of a primetime television. You niggas is talking. You got a shame. And for you niggas talking about what well, you niggas been down for six years. Nigga, where was y'all at prior to those six years? In six years, it's been franchises that's been down a whole goddamn life of existence. So you niggas got shame, but you just don't like us that much. Let me get back to it, though. So we handle Utah, and Utah is supposed to be one of those up-and-coming scrappy teams, you know, that's been kind of consistent in the West, but just added a nice guard in Conley. 
I told you niggas, I'm not sold on them. And that's no disrespect to Utah. I don't like the city of Utah personally, but the team I've always respected. The Jerry Sloan's one, though. The Jerry Sloan teams, I respect them a lot. Like, I take my hat off, sit down to them. You know what I'm saying? I don't bow down because we own them, but I sit down and take my hat off to that to, the, to those Jerry Sloan teams. But, no, adding Conley doesn't put you over the hump of anything. That just makes you... I don't know, maybe more consistent in the West as far as the title contender. No, nah, man, a lot of people was yelling out Denver because they got a lot of pieces and no star besides the Joker. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, re- I always respected Portland. I, I, and Dame, come on, man. And CJ earned a whole nother level of respect, or at least he should from other people. I had the, I had a high level of respect for CJ. No slander. When them niggas got bounced by N.O., they didn't know slander from me because I know where it is. Like, niggas actually watch basketball. It, shit just happened. You act like niggas can't have one bad series, but then bounce back and go head-to-head with Denver? Come on, man. I mean, I mean, come on. And I and I understand they did go up against Golden State and they lost or whatever. But Golden State was a beast at the time before the injuries. And they dealt with some injuries. You got to respect these teams in the West. You have to. But Utah, that's not it. I respect them, but I don't see I don't see them as a threat. They catch somebody like they catch somebody like Portland in the playoffs. They catch somebody like Denver in the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. Um, getting to those two teams, those are two teams that, that, that could cause some problems, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Utah, I'm not here for it. The Hornets was, we came out the gate slow on them, uh, end up smacking them at the end. Um, yeah, yo, MJ fucking it up over there, so... All you Jeffrey, uh, Captain Saberholes, y'all, y'all, y'all leaders, tell that nigga to stick to shoes. Tell that nigga to stick to shoes and, and interviews where he sneak dissing young cats because that's not it. <laughs> and look, look, real quick about that. We all respect MJ for what he's done on the court. Off the court, he's been questioned about, um, his level of, giving back to the community and things like that and the lack of most recently he uh opened up or or gave back to a few organizations and things like that and and that's cool. I'm not here to talk about that uh because we already know where Michael Jordan is at when it comes to the people. You MJ fans, you niggas is going to stand for this nigga that long and it's ridiculous. The shit that he said about Curry was just dumb. There's no no other way to put it. Like, at this point, I understand that Curry did change the game, and it it was probably, in y'all eyes, for the worse because he glorifies the three-point line. And the younger generation looks at him like how we looked at MJ, how we looked at Kobe. So they feel like, you know, like we we took certain things from both of them. Niggas learned how to do fadeaways. We didn't perfect it. You know what I'm saying? Niggas went up with layups with their tongue out. I didn't do it. <laughs> but when you shot that shot, you said Jordan or Kobe. So I get it. But to sit up there and say, because of your personal 
feelings about him that he's not a Hall of Famer. If the niggas stop playing basketball right now, Curry is a Hall of Famer. Nobody is denying that except for MJ and probably the niggas that agree with him. And half of the niggas that agree with him is lying to themselves. So my thing is all that, well, technically, because he's still playing, nigga, you know what he said. You know what he meant. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) Do you really think niggas is that dumb? If he meant it that way, then he would have said it that way. MJ is very smart. You know, it's the one nigga that fooled the whole world with the flu game when this nigga was drunk off the hand. That's it. That's it. The nigga had the whole generation fooled for years until the story came out. Oh, yeah, this nigga was really drunk. (laughs) You know? So he knows what he's saying. And you know what? I'm not even mad at that. It's the fact that people always make an excuse when it comes to this nigga or when it comes to certain players. And they said we make excuse for Curry. But what excuses? I said I don't really care about the, tra- the traditional point guard. I don't give a fuck about a traditional point guard uh, unless unless it's a team with two other superstars at other, at other positions. So if you got a Kawhi Leonard... Nine times out of ten, you're not gonna have a you're not gonna have a superstar point guard, a traditional one at that. And when's the last time you had a superstar traditional point guard? Please tell me, Steve Nash, CP3 when he was with No, a traditional point guard, a nigga that seeks to pass the ball first to get his assist, but is able to score. Come on, my nigga, like miss me with that, miss me with that. All this is coming together. The Lakers and Golden State. I don't even like Golden State, but I'm not here for the slander. Let's just be real. I'll call niggas out, too. You can put me on your show if you want to. Um, but no, man. I mean, I look, I'm looking at the Lakers. I'm actually nervous. And it's not about my point guards. I'm actually nervous about AD and about Braun. Braun looks a step slower, but I also think it's a, a combination of him getting older and him trying to preserve himself for the playoffs. I think he's holding like I think I think Braun is two steps slower and I think one of those steps is on purpose if that makes any sense like I think he is a step slower already but I also think he's trying to hold back as much and again three games into the season every team in the league is trying to figure out and not our I take that back not every team all the teams with new pieces that's playing a major factor on the team is trying to figure this shit out. So if you have a new superstar on your team or you have new role players on a team that's added to the superstars, they're trying to figure it out. Like Brooklyn. Brooklyn had already had success before Kyrie came there. You know what I'm saying? With him being added to the team, how's this shit going to go? Are they going to defer to him or does he have to fit in with them? Right. Now, when KD comes back, they got to do the shit all over again because he's going to be undeniably the guy. So Kyrie got to defer to him. And then then the players around that was around Kyrie, they niggas got to take another step or two back. So everybody got to figure this shit out with AD and Braun being on the same team. These niggas is two big ass niggas in a half court set taking up half of the goddamn room on the court. Now they got to figure this shit out. Now you got role players around you. Not sharpshooters, but shooters that can shoot the three ball. So what offense are you going to run? Now, I'm not asking. I'm just saying this is what Vogel has to figure out, right? So with all that being said, 
I can see Braun taking a step back, trying to figure shit out. And you can see he's going after his assists more than scoring. My only problem is in the fourth quarter, when it's a tight game, I don't need you to make the right decision because sometimes the right decision will end up being a missed bucket. Sometimes the right decision isn't enough to overcome their momentum. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to be like, fuck it. We need a bucket. <laughs> and that's it. Two points between two of the top five players in the league. That's not going to get you that ass, Bron. That's not going to get you that ass, AD. It's not. That's all. That's it. Everything else, you niggas can break down and 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 fuss amongst each other. All I'm talking about is right then and right then and there. All that, well, Bron only had not. No, my nigga, I'm talking about the fourth quarter. He ended up with 18 points. That's cool. But if he would have ended up with 18 points and was dog fighting in the fourth and got the 18 points in the fourth. All right, I can I can I can deal with that. But the nigga ended up with 18 points and it was two points scored between both of the superstars. We cannot have that. And not not in that game. Actually, it's not in any game, but it just so happened to be in that game. They have they have somewhat figured it out. But guess what? Cool's got to come back. And then when Cool's come back, we got to figure that shit out. You know, so when Kuz come back, we'll figure that shit out. And that's with everybody. When Clay comes back, and they don't even know what roster they're going to have. They don't even know what roster they're going to have. Again, I just said that with Brooklyn. Milwaukee, you niggas are going to have to figure something out. Go get CP3. Do I think CP3 is going to be the answer to Milwaukee going to the championship? Maybe. It's in the East. I don't see nobody in the East winning the championship. Shout out to Hakeem. But Philly, you already told me this past weekend that y'all having problems shooting. Everybody is, though, bro. As much as I joke about everybody else's team, including my team at times, and as much as, and I may come off with a heavy, large tone of sarcasm and deep shots at y'all teams, the truth to the matter is, everybody has problems. Shout out to my Chicago niggas. Y'all gonna have to figure, is Levine gonna step up and be the guy? Or who? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't honestly I don't even know I've only seen one game and I don't know what the hell Chicago is doing and that's not saying that they're doing anything wrong I literally don't know what they're doing I just know one game Adam um, uh, Levine didn't show up the next game the very next game that nigga went off something about defense something about Larry I don't know I don't know you know what I'm saying? Um, I know they play the Knicks today, so we'll see how they do against the Knicks. That's a bum fight. I'm sorry to say. Um, and, yeah, the, my N.O. boys, who will always be Lakers to us, hopefully they can ho hold their head up and keep it going without their quote-unquote superstar. But, Manny, your boy is 395 pounds. Ain't going to get him that ass. That's not going to get him that ass. And all this... Overhyping and comparing him to being, you know, one of the greats and all that shit. And he's going to no, my nigga. No, I think he's going to be a dope ass third option. Maybe a second option on the team. A uh, second option to uh, a low, a low end playoff team. Contender in the West. It's tough, bro. 
And they got pieces over there. B.I. just went off the other night. And niggas is like, see, why do we get nigga B.I. has done that in the Laker jersey? But he's not consistent. That's why he had to go. You're not giving up Kuz, who's a way by, by far better shooter than B.I., even though B.I. has a better overall game. But if Bron is here, then what the fuck do we need B.I. for? Unless the nigga going to humble himself and come off the bench, why waste his talent, bro? Why waste his talent? I believe there's certain players in this league, Malik Monk, that's just on teams that's holding them back. Jalen Brown, you know, I believe that some of these niggas shouldn't be getting paid the money that they're getting paid, but also their talent alone is being held back because they just in a bad situation. I believe that. <clears throat> Trey Young, for example, they're about to roll the ball out and let this nigga throw, put up 30, 40 shots a game, and a nigga could play. I just don't think he's dope as everybody. Well, a lot of people ain't rocking with him, but some people are, start, are starting to feel him more because he's putting up great numbers. He's in Atlanta. There's nothing going for him over there. It's nothing. Now, it is the East. So to see that if they was to sneak into the East playoffs, that'd be dope. But come on, man. This nigga the same size as my son. Eventually, niggas is going to like first half of the season, the first 30 games, they're going to let this nigga run wild. When they start jockeying for playoff positions, watch how they tighten up on this nigga. That's all I'm saying. And the thing is, it's not his fault because you know what? Ain't nobody over there. And he's not the guy. He's not the guy. I would consider him the Clay Thompson of any t of any mm, playoff contender team. He's a you know, and I'm not saying when I say a play uh, a Clay Thompson, meaning he's a more reliable second option, minus the KD. You know what I'm saying? Because KD pushed Steph to be in the second option. But we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see. It's early. It's early. Like I said, but I'm on the fence of saying. Um, you got to look at the teams. You got to look at the teams and see what they've done thus far. And a lot of these teams, they showed us their hands. Like the Lakers have shown, like, them niggas is going to kick it into uh, Anthony Davis. He's going to be the number one scorer on the team. That bothers me. Because when AD is not scoring, I'm not about to force the food down his fucking throat. Like, there's other options that we can go. as And then... I don't want Brian hogging the ball so Rondo gets your ass back or let my nigga Norvell come in or give Caruso some more fucking playing time if you're not going to let Quinn or Bradley handle the rock. I don't need you playing the one. I thought it was a, a good little experiment, but no, take this nigga off the run. This nigga, Brian, got to go to the block. I've been saying that shit since he was in Miami. Why sit up there and be on the fucking wing or handle the rock when you got to wait? Chalmers, sorry ass, played this fucking role. Go to the fucking block, man. <laughs> God damn. If you see this nigga punish uh, in, um, Joe, Joe Ingles. Punish this nigga on the block. Hey, Y'all seen the play. You could do, and that nigga is not no, I get it. I get it. Joe Ingles looks like a substitute teacher and things like that. But these niggas. These niggas ain't no chumps. These niggas got some weight on them. You could punish a lot of niggas in the league, Bron. Don't get me. It's a lot of young niggas out there that could probably, you know, withstand some of that, you know, two, what, Bron is at like 240, 250. They could withstand some of that. 
But for the most part, come on, my guy. You still fast and you still powerful. One of the most fastest and powerful niggas in the league, even at your age. So we got to get that shit together, man. We really do. We really do. But overall, like the shit is coming together after three games. This shit is going to start all the way over once schools come back because we got to figure this shit out. Shout out to Vogel for figuring that shit out after that that first game. But you need to start barking at niggas if they only going to give you two points between two All-Stars. That's all I got to say. And before I get out of here, you know, I got to touch on my Raiders. Uh, Carr did his thing. I ain't going to lie. I was scared of this matchup um, because we do have somewhat of a small history with uh, the Houston Texans. We beat them in a regular season. Um, then go to the playoffs and lose to them, but we didn't have our car. <laughs> uh, then you fast forward. This game was another statement game, was another statement game. Just like the Green Bay game was, like if you come out of that game with a W, now you're talking about something. This game right here, we could have won this game. We lost by three. Car had a solid game. 285 yards. It's his first game this season where he threw over, uh, threw more than two TDs. He had three tubs. Uh, Watson had the damn near almost the same stat line, 279 yards, just six yards off, um, and three touchdowns. But the thing was, he made plays in the pocket when it broke down. I'm actually a little bit happy with our D-line. It was a gang of plays where they have phenomenal protection, but it's hard to... It's hard to defend a player, uh, a quarterback that can really get out of, not only get out of the pocket, he knows how to get out of the pocket. There's a difference. Like, like there's, there's quarterbacks that will use their feet and run and get out of that pocket, but there's certain quarterbacks who know how to move, twist, and turn and get out of that pocket, you know, and you just got to be there, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's hard because, uh, the, uh, Watson plays like a Madden quarterback, meaning he'll roll out to the outside and he'll wait for that. He'll wait for that outside linebacker or that DB in the zone to come down and he'll dump it off to that tight end. And that's what he did. Cause fails had a big ass game. That's that game. He really did. Um, yeah, that one, that one stung. I wouldn't say it hurt. But it stung because we played well. You know, we got a rookie DB out there. He played solid. Uh, like I said, our front seven played okay. They played okay. Um, we actually held Hopkins in check. You know, he didn't really do he didn't really do no damage, but he made important plays at important times. And that's what hurt us. We didn't get the ball back with uh what, under three minutes left. We had to punt the ball away. And we just didn't get the rock back. They picked up key first downs, and that was it. So salute to Houston. Um, my Raiders, we got to pick it up, man. We definitely got to pick it up. But on to next week. Let me see. My Lakers play. Oh, we got John Morant coming back. And I forgot to put out my episode about, you know, my awards and who I feel like is going to be MVP, rookie, coach of the year, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That'll probably be next week. But everybody know I got I had John Morant as a rookie when that nigga was still in college. So he's going to be my rookie of the year. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> everybody else is going to have to wait on. And again, it's early, but it ain't.